Good afternoon, good morning, good evening. Actually, it's evening. It's late in the evening. We're having another one of those late night podcasts. I am Florence Ion, and this is the Material Podcast, and I am joined by Andy Anatko. And yes, this is we're recording on the day that uh, that Apple had their big uh, their big media event for the new iPhone and the new i the new Apple Watch and stuff. Uh, and I don't know how Flo's day went, but Flo was nice enough to like record a little bit later because I was I sat down in front of the microphone at about because you're a madman. Yeah, at about noon, and then between like multiple podcasts, and then doing radio uh, in Chicago, and then doing like Skype video in Chicago. It was like I, I, I was I was ready to t- I was ready to stick to our regular schedule. Then when Flo said, "Would you like to like do it after I have dinner, so you'd have like an hour or so to like not be sitting in a hard chair, staring defiantly at a microphone that is just staring back at you and judging you and uh, just daring you to say something that's interesting and informative when your mind is just an empty aquarium with just a few pieces of pink gravel in it." So I needed that extra hour, hour and a half, and the pizza that I ordered uh, and enjoyed during that time. Thank you very much, Flo. Good, good. So before, we are going to actually talk a little bit about the Apple, and we will explain why when we get to it. Don't worry, this is not an Apple podcast. Um, But first, I want to just mention, since, you know, this is a late night show, you know where else we had a late night show, is recently we had a bonus episode recording with... uh, With Russell. You may remember Russell from Mm. such great uh, shows like Material Podcast Season 1 and Material Podcast Season 2. And we wanted to, uh, among other things, reassure you that for all the joking around, the uh, good-natured ribbing that we gave him about uh, living in a continent that was known to be uh, the greatest concentration of poisonous, uh, poisonous, venomous creatures... Uh, in relation to how small and indetectable they are, uh, well, we had we had some fun week after week uh, about things and we, we came across in the news about how someone died because they checked their shoes for scorpions, but they didn't check the ends of their shoelaces for the rare nine-legged micro vermin that has the. Uh, and so, just wanted to let uh, as as a proof of life sort of thing. If anything else, he he was not killed in Australia. Um, <laughs> It turned out that uh, his company was bought out, uh, as you, as we, as we correctly uh, mentioned, uh, by public broadcasting, and now he has a able by to hire media. larger staff, and uh, not only uh, not only uh, uh, with his partner uh, steering the ship of pocket casts, but also helping to steer the ship of podcasting and public broadcasting uh, hand in hand. Uh, so that's uh, he was our special guest for our mm-hmm. uh, for our special episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, members mm-hmm. members only. So if you are a member, you are about to get that in your <laughs> as in your reward package. Uh, if you are not a member, okay, there'll, there'll be information at the end of the show. If you want to become a member, I think actually if- I should give some information now. Huh. So memberships, by the way, because this is the Relay FM membership drive. We are sh- celebrating four years of Relay FM. I'm celebrating a year here. at Relay FM, which thank you everyone for having me here and having me as a part of this lovely extended family. So a membership starts at only $5 a month and you'll get access to members only content, including the bonus episode we just told you about, including other people's bonus episodes. Maybe you know some of those other people from the internet. Other bonus things include a monthly behind the scenes newsletter once they interviewed me for it. 
I gave great answers. And you can get that only if you are a member. By getting a membership, you'll also get 5K desktop wallpapers of Relay FM show artwork so you can display a material podcast wallpaper. And you'll also get the monthly Relay FM host crossover show. Mm. Also, That's also, a hell of a lot of content for $5. It is. There, it there's is. Also, there's an also? There's an also. Wow. As well as access to a feed full of bonus episodes, which I just mentioned, but I'm mentioning them again because it's a darn great bonus because this bonus lasts between August and September. And thus far, it's been like an annual thing from what I understand. So yes, show your support for us and the rest of our family here at Relay FM. Yeah. And, and, and mind you, we're not doing that. We're not doing that cheap thing where we're promising you like an all night, like a Benedict Cumberbatch Sherlock marathon. And then like three quarters through every episode. Don't tell them what they could have had. Minutes. Don't no, tell no, them what saying, they could have saying, had. Like, again, we're, all, we're just, we're just <laughs> mentioning this. We're also mentioning the, the, the lovely gift uh, that our show, as well as many others are, are going to offer you. You don't just get our bonus episodes. You get everybody's bonus episodes. Mm-hmm, and then, mm-hmm. and then after we do this, we're, we're going to mention just the, the, the URL once again at the end. But again, it's not like we're going to keep stopping every 10 minutes and then not giving you any idea of how long you're going to have to sit through video of like all kinds of me- medium dressed strangers answering telephones. Uh, that's so that that's how much we respect you and how much we yes. we, we appreciate the five dollars, ten dollars, yes. or twenty dollars that you're happy uh, that you yes. you're happy to uh, to give us. Thank so by much. the way, that's relay.fm backslash membership. Hmm. If you'd like to sign up and hear that bonus episode. Okay, now for today's <laughs> actual episode. Yeah. Well, we should we we should also mention that now there's uh, we we will give you a tidbit, the bombshell tidbit. Yes. From the bonus episode, because this actually does relate. It is uh, news. That is news that uh, Russell, we mentioned that, the, 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 goodness gracious, uh, the Pocket Cast has been doing, was doing so well even before uh, he was, uh, his company was acquired. Uh, and now, he, as, as we kind of suspected, but we really wanted to give him a few months to make absolutely sure that this was, he was going to be too busy to uh, give us uh, an hour, hour and a half a week. Uh, so he is, uh, he is a host emeritus. Hopefully he, we can entice him back from time to time uh, to sit in and, uh, and guest with us. Uh, but uh, I had this melic- I, I, I don't know if I told you about this flow, but uh, no, I, I, I do the, the, I do the show doc every single week and I have this template uh, in which we have like a, a slot for announcer and to simply gray out the names of the people mm-hmm. who are not announcing this week. We do it round robin. And for this for this entire summer, I have simply been leaving Russell's name like grayed out. And today, as as acknowledging the loss, I did delete uh, the, the the name Russell from the Andy Flo Russell Rondelay. Uh, in the announcer slot, and I, I don't know how I feel now. I was a, a certain melancholy, a little bit of a happiness that he's gone on to a uh, to another happy place, and not even something that we might have made up, but something that actually exists because he is coming up with new versions of Pocket Cast. But oh well. I'm sorry. This is uh, what I found on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> that was wow. Those are really slow military taps. Um, excuse me. Also, I guess that was the American military taps. So perhaps it doesn't really apply. Anyway, we could have done Candle in the Wind, but actually that might have given us a copyright strike. So we probably. (sighs) I didn't even think about Candle in the Wind. Damn it, Andy. You always have the best ideas. You lived your life like a candle in the wind. I, 
I was young when that happened and that made me cry because because I used to read my mother's issues of Red Book. Yes, I did. Yeah. Um I was really not reading appropriate material for my age. Anyway, um, I realized we just talked about something very serious, and then I completely ruined that moment <laughs> talking about my childhood. So I apologize. Uh, perhaps this is why Russell has decided to go get a real job instead of being here. <laughs> I guess. JK, JK. Um, I'm really happy we got to do a episode with Russell, kind of like last hurrah. So please, if you'd like to listen to that episode, that URL again is relay.fm backslash membership. Uh, he, he, I think I think that he would want us to do that. He, yes. he would want us to member to, to use this as a membership drive sort of thing. Yes. Yes. Thank you, Russell. And if there's any question about that, we we could actually email him or like- uh, I, I or, could or slack like him. Slack him. Yeah. Because he's yeah. not dead. It's not no. like- He's just in Australia and and we're here. Um, speaking of us being here, so actually it's technically nearer to me in geography, but today there was an Apple event, which I would just like to state for the record that um, I've decided I do not want to be anywhere near the internet for an Apple event because I just, I don't... I don't want to read the tweets. I don't want to read the news. Just give me the TLDR at the end of the day, baby which I ended up getting um, from my friends. So because I, I, I'm I very choosy, you know, I like, I like to support my friends. And so I will read their articles. And I really appreciate all the information they gave me. I actually planned all of my doctor's appointments this morning so that I could actually be out of the house <laughs> and like thorough. too busy to go on Twitter. And I was, I was too busy. I went to go get some things checked out. It, everything's fine. But it's good to have health insurance again. Let me just say that again. Uh, that's why we're putting that out there. Um, so we had an Apple event today, and it was a pretty big deal. This is kind of like the big marquee event. And I think it's an important one for us to note as Google users because it is the one that directly precedes the Pixel event that now takes place every autumn. Um, October 9th in New York. Uh, yep, October 9th in New York this year. <clears throat> Excuse me. And it was, was in October the last couple of years that it happened as well. And it pretty much gives us an idea. <clears throat> Excuse me. So I had chocolate before the show and yeah. I told Andy it would make me <laughs> mucusy and look at this. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, Where was I? Yes. So this gives us a direct. You know, it, it, it just occurred to me that <laughs> yes. if like if if like you're if you're silent for like a second and I just but I just lead in and go. Everyone's just gonna assume it was you, or, I'm and sorry. I'm being shul- I'm being shul- I'm to- being gallant by saying no 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 that was me that very ladylike deep guttural. I hope I didn't do that on the mic. I'm sorry if I did that on the mic. I try to do it away. Hey, you're, you're the one who's got to clean it. I don't. You don't. Don't apologize to me. <laughs> apologize to morning, <laughs> to morning flow ion. Oh yes, yes. Um, it, that chocolate was worth it, darn it. So I can believe it. Uh, yes, we are basically going to be looking at the landscape of what the holiday season will bring us, what the holiday consumer tech season will look like, what the wars, quote unquote, will look like, what all the great salacious headlines will be about uh, on all of the market sites. And so what we have from Apple coming soon is, I think I want to start off with, in the order that you put it, Andy, and the order that you wrote it in our doc, 
I want to start off with the Series 4 Apple Watch because we were talking about this pixel leak that was going around. We've been talking a lot about Android Wear, Wear OS, whatever, and what the future is. And I feel like we've been kind of talking about it every episode and going, they really got to do something to sell us on it. And what does Apple do? They do something to sell people on it. I mean, I'm not surprised that they did this, but they... So you're going to actually have to tell me the details okay, of so, the watch because yeah. I'm just going by your note. no. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm just I'm just saying that uh, we will we will when we talk about Apple announcements, but oh, but always from the perspective of the Android world. Like we're we're imagine yes, us yes. on the top of the of the Android parapets with our like long range binoculars, looking at these people who mm-hmm. at the other castle, uh, the circ the perfectly circular castle mm-hmm. with the glass walls that all the apple people keep bumping into uh and so that's that's going to be our perspective um i had there's definitely a difference between how apple can market and promote uh their the apple watch versus how google does it mm-hmm. we were looking forward to like multiple sites were seemed to have, believe that they had a lock on rumors that oh well, there's going to be a Pixel Watch, a Google branded mm-hmm. watch, actually two different sizes, you know, and the usual like uh, Google designing like the best the best uh, show for Android Wear that they can possibly have, and that's going to be sort of like a reference sort of thing. Uh, and I was looking forward to that. As a matter of fact, I had been sort of putting away or at least earmarking a few hundred bucks in case this thing happens, and I am tempted to replace my uh, two-year-old or two or three-year-old Moto uh, 360 version two. And I'll be darned, I'm really tempted to. Now that we know that uh, that Google is not going to be releasing a Pixel Watch, I'm really tempted to put that money towards a Series Four. Um, there's the, the, bo- the boring stuff is boring. Okay. We'll tell, no, no. Okay. There you go. Sorry. Um, I had to sigh. You were, you were clearing your throat there. You were, no, no, no. I was actually, there. yeah, I was, I was, I was Mar. That's my version of Marge sighing, by the way. <laughs> I picked it up from the Simpsons, the Sabbath. Okay. So yes, it has a faster CPU and this time, yes, it has a larger screen and they're making a big deal about, Hey, look, 40 millimeters. Uh, now instead of instead of forty two and thirty eight, it's now forty and forty four. Wow, uh, that's however, big. However, they're thinner, uh, and they're also making a big deal about how the uh, whereas the black bulbousness of the previous editions kind of hid the fact that the screen was actually kind of like inset inside that bulbousness. Now they're making a big point of how, <laughs> you know what, now this screen stretches out so far and wide that we actually have to make the corners round to fit the round, uh, rounded over edges of this uh, of this thing. Uh, and okay, big deal. And oh boy, now we've got this version that's kind of, it's not gold, but it's like gold stainless steel. So that and 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 uh, this has nothing to do with Android. I will have to say that I'm so thrilled that they have now formally canceled the uh, the Apple Watch edition. That's mm. stupid. The most embarrassing thing I think any tech company has ever seriously tried to sell the twelve thousand dollar solid gold gadget watch that comes with a rubber plastic strap. I thought that that was beneath. That that was the sort of thing that you as a journalist rubber plastic, huh? They, they they couldn't say rubber they couldn't say plastic they had to say especially engineered plastel plastelectromer so yeah 
<sighs> it made about okay. as much sense as a $12,000 gadget watch that was right. going to be obsoleted in no right. later than two years. Right. Um, but okay. But they, now here's, but here's where they really, really. The real like, kicker. This is where they, 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 they blew the whistle. Mm-hmm. The, their dragons flew in and rained down fire. Mm-hmm. Quite a good show. Uh, so. They first start talking about how the, uh, okay, heart rate monitor. Okay, good. We've seen that. We see that on a $100 watch. Mm-hmm. And now, no, no, not, not only that, but we're basically uh, always monitoring your pulse rate. And so if we notice that your heart rate is slowing down for some reason, we will throw up an alert or something. Not a warning, but just to let you know what, what we seem to have noticed. So, okay, clap, 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 clap. That's very nice. Clap, clap, clap. And then, and then they, and then they took, the, took the wraps off of this new feature where it can take an electrocardiogram. Uh, where right. the where the uh, the backside of the watch, where the heart rate sensor is, that that amounts to like one electrical contact to your skin, and then when you put your finger on the digital crown, that little uh, you know twisty 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 knobby thing at the side, that becomes like the other electrical contact that forms a circuit uh, through your heart. Uh, and yes, uh, with two electrical contacts, it can it's fairly coarse as a diagnostic tool, but it's a it's a bona fide EKG as as certified by the FDA. And it, that was least... the big kicker. It was yeah. a certified by the FDA thing because that is like an amazing marketing, like is marketing gold. Yeah. <laughs> and they and they had the and they had the head of the American Heart Association. Oh yeah! Oh, that's it's like, like perfect. They got he got center stage. You know, he wasn't in a little video. He wasn't like in a little uh, vignette. He got to stand there all alone, like he was a game, almost like he was as good as important as a game developer or something, if you could believe such a thing. Uh, and so it it will at least so you you, you if you uh, if you engage the EKG, it will read for 30, 30 seconds, and then in 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 simplest ways to explain it is that it will either say. Okay. Yep. Your heart. I, I see normal sinus, normal sinus rhythm. Or eh, it wasn't in normal sinus rhythm. You might have AFib going on there, uh, which doesn't mean that you're about to die. But it's a good thing to know that if you're feeling kind of ootsy, <laughs> that at least uh, that uh, okay. Here's some data to take away, and you can take it away in the form of a PDF file that you can then give to your doctor. Uh, so that's incredible. Uh, that's incredible. That's what I'm talking about. Like that is the kind of kicker thing that Google needs on its side for its wearable. Just having some like app that aggregates my data. It's boring. Everybody does that. Just give me something yeah. that is really useful. And you know where Google could really go useful is by, and, and this is just completely like an idea, but is by really honing in on that digital well-being platform and taking it to the wrist and right putting in you know feel a little anxious okay what if you get a little like i don't know what if it like vibrates or something to like make you feel comfortable i don't know (laughs) yeah well well, well, it also almost forgot that it also has and this this is uh, big dopes online have been making fun of this feature even though anybody who has a relative that is uh, 68 years old or older is like oh my god i'm totally buying this watch for not all of my elderly relatives but at least one or two in specific it can detect when you've fallen down uh, yeah. that, and and it it's different from like it's it's different from you know you're playing tennis or something and you just simply whip your whip your wrist to one way or that you drop the watch on the floor it's actually using all of the all the motion sensors to sense the precursors to a fall so that here's what happens when a body falls it actually it's not just 
dropping straight to the ground linearly, all this sort of stuff. And so if it notices, if it believes that you have just fallen, it will, the, the, the screen will give you like an emergency call button to say, I think you've fallen down. If you want me to contact your, uh, like uh, your, your emergency contact, if you've designated like a relative, or if you've uh, use the setup to say no, no. Actually, in that case, actually, call, actually, put, let, let me push this button to call nine one one because I am I did fall like three years ago and break something, and I was there for like two days before my nephew happened to stop by and say hello. Uh, and they and not only that, but if you fall and it thinks you've fallen and it's not seeing any movement and it's, you're not responding to its request, hey, are you okay? It will call that emergency number for you. So. <laughs> What so basically what what they're selling what they're selling on some level and again this is not like being in a hooked up to a big like refrigerator style machine at a hospital but it is on somewhere on the spectrum of if you have an if you're having un, uh, an otherwise undiagnosable heart problem the Apple Watch not even with any of your intervention necessarily will help you spot it so that your doctor can look at data and decide that, ooh, we need to run some tests and and follow up on some things before uh, a need for pills or a simple outpatient patient procedure turns into the need to saw into your chest and put in a zipper and mess around and sort of, you know, horse oh around God. in there. Andy, uh, that's a and good or, turn. <laughs> and or, and or, <laughs> and or, if your grandmother falls down, yes, remember remember how like your your father got his grandfather a, a one of those like medic alert things, where, but they have to still be alert enough and awake enough to actually press the button. Well, this one doesn't even have to do that. If no. it senses that your your grandmother or grandfather has fallen, it will wait a certain it will wait to for, for it to say yeah. no, I'm okay. But if it doesn't, it will send an ambulance will get there <laughs> right away. As opposed to when people realize that no one has seen uh, Mrs. K Mrs. Kerfuffle uh, in the past two and a half days, and she's usually taking her morning walk every day. And uh, so, again, that looks good on a bus ad. I don't know what Android Wear can offer in response to that. I know we keep calling it Android Wear, by the way, which is the outdated uh, terminology. OS. Well, Wear OS. Um, uh, okay, let's... Let's actually table this discussion because we are going to talk about it in just a little bit, much more in depth. So I'm going to just zoop, put that over there in my brain and let's quickly talk about the iPhones since I know okay. there were a couple of iPhones that were announced today. I, I don't care. <laughs> I just, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> but Andy, maybe you can let people out there who don't know what's going on <laughs> mm. uh, <laughs> know what the in, pixel's going to go up against this holiday yeah, season. Exactly. In, in Android, again, in Android centric terms, uh, this could be the iPhone X. Sorry. It's the iPhone 10. <laughs> we had such an argument on Mac break today about this, where I'm saying that because if they it's wanted, if they wanted to call it the end, the iPhone 10, they would have called it the iPhone one zero. Yeah. If you put an X when, when it was the iPhone seven, they didn't call that the iPhone VII, did they? No, they used the number <laughs> seven. And so I, I can forgive myself for always saying iPhone X because I see in front of me in my notes, iPhone X, which is the name of the, okay, also right. everybody calls it that I'm sorry, yeah, Apple, but like, everything uh, you did, it, it didn't happen anyway. Yeah. Uh, just be, just be. Apple, be glad that we finally stopped saying iWatch, even though it took us 
until <laughs> two months ago today to finally accept Apple Watch instead of iWatch. Okay, but anyway, uh, so uh, they're, they're, Apple is essentially standardizing around the iPhone 10, which was released last year, as kind of the standard iPhone. So if you want to get one that doesn't have that edge-to-edge display, that doesn't have uh, Face ID and the true depth sensor on the front, uh, and the and the and the notch at the top, you can get those, but those are somewhat being marketed as these are the budget phones for people who don't necessarily want to spend a minimum of seven hundred and fifty dollars on a phone. But they've created, uh, they've essentially remade last year's iPhone. Actually, I was going to say they've remade last year's iPhone ten as a seven hundred and fifty dollar version of it instead of a thousand dollar version. That's not what they've done at all. What they did is they took the thousand dollar iPhone 10s which is the, and they basically said what what stuff about this is not really practical or functional it's just cool styling and something that makes this into like a high end sort of gadget sort of thing uh, and they said well that stain that that surgical stainless steel frame great replaced with aluminum next uh, uh, uh well that OLED screen great replaced with uh, with a regular LED next like uh, uh, uh and so uh, otherwise it has the exact same CPU exactly the same features uh the for instance, uh, it has the exact same uh, face ID again this, so all of those uh all those features for unlocking will work exactly the same way uh the instead of having a two lens uh, system uh, as a main shooter on the camera with a telephoto lens and a wide angle lens it only has the wide angle lens however it is the same wide angle lens and it is the exact same sensor uh, hooked up to the exact same image processor as you get on the minimum thousand dollar iphone 10s uh, so it's uh, it doesn't seem like it's a and, and also and the, but it has a huge advantage that you can buy them in yellow and blue and like cool colors Pretty for the first colors. time yeah <laughs> absolutely so so the problem is that now you've got uh for 750 dollars a really really super cool phone that has uh, face unlocking and not like just for demo just for show the, the the damn thing actually works uh and all these ar features that are built in and all these camera features that are built in for the thousand dollar uh up to fifteen hundred dollar version of the phone and the Pixel 3 is going to be competing with that somewhat. We don't know what the prices are. I don't think anyone's talked about that yet. It's probably the only thing we don't know about the Pixels, uh, Pixel 3s yet. But $750, that's not far out of reach. If they if if they sell the cheapest uh, Pixel 3 at uh, $650, that's within the ballpark. It's close enough. It's not like the difference. One hundred dollars is not the difference between seven hundred fifty, six hundred fifty dollars, and a thousand dollars. So I, I'm still looking so forward to the Pixel Three. I'm anticipating buying one, but that's not a that's not a happy comparison to make at the Verizon store. The seven hundred fifty dollar iPhone Ten R or the seven hundred six hundred ninety nine dollar Pixel Three. Yeah. I mean, you know what I'm going to get, so (laughs) my loyalty runs deep. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I mean, it really isn't loyalty. It's honestly, I just prefer the Google platform over the Apple one. Yeah, Uh, that's that's how I live my life and what I prefer. Uh, Very quickly, before we move on to our first ad break, our first actual ad. And I mean, again, Relay.fm. 
backslash memberships. But the, the, they're not ad, those aren't ads. Those, those are, aren't ads. They're, they're family. They're, yeah, they're, they're not ads. They're family. Exactly. Uh, Andy, what did you order during last week's show? Uh, well, we were talking uh, about now. I, I uh, who who can re- who can retrace the uh, firing of random synapses? But uh, we suddenly started talking about that that wonderful big ballpoint pen that uh, we had as yes. as kids, even though our years span generations. Where you can, it's like if you'll have like this four uh, this four color big pen that is not only cool because you got four colors in the pen, but also because it's kind of a cool thing to just like play with when you're being yelled at for having a fidget you know, spinner, a Game Boy in there. And so, right dur- uh, before I forgot about it, right during the show, I bought the big four color three in one pen, uh, and I have to tell you that it is every bit as. The, the, actually, I bought a couple of them, but this is this is the one I did. Doesn't I, it make this, you miss like the old way of ideating? Can I just? Yeah. Oh, that's a black one. Are those like different shades of black? This is. Oh no, you got red. No, see, this is you got your blue, you got your red, red. Uh, you Green. got your black, black, and you have now it's a little bit too sensible. It also has a 0.7 millimeter pencil. Oh, that's the really sensible one. Yeah, those are the sensible ones. The yeah, ones with the green, those are the fun ones. Exactly. Well, let's see. I'm a grown-up, so I'm going to be doing this exactly the same way that I did when I was in mm-hmm. fourth and mm-hmm. fifth grade. Uh, but I have the pencil. That means that I'm now a sensible adult. Uh, and it does yes. have an eraser at the top. But yeah, It has an eraser? Wow, that's fancy. Yeah, it's, it's, it's all coming uh, back should, to me. It's like, you know, we have a... We have a pen podcast here at the Relay FM network. Uh, and you know, if you go to relay.fm backslash memberships, you're not only supporting us, you're also supporting pen addicts. <laughs> no, but but would I would would I would I not be like uh, either uh, condescended to or outright laughed at by saying my favorite pen? Now I know that this costs seven dollars or six dollars and thirty cents, but it's totally worth this absurd expense because you see it's made out of plastic and it has three color ballpoints and a pencil and, and, and a eraser. And and I mentioned that also you also get this this packet of like replacement LEDs uh, and replacement oh, erasers. Oh, you got right replacement LEDs. Right Le- you well, got a deal, I had to, I had to, Andy. I just had to have them sweeten the deal there for me, but yeah. So, so I'm, I'm uh, so I'm saying that uh, if the if we were if we had the ability to actually send out uh, actual physical thank you gifts for members, I think this would probably yes. be my choice of gift. It's, a, it's in my price range, uh, and B, <laughs> I'll actually probably just keep them and keep all like three hundred of them and just play with them. It really is quite hypnotic, almost. Very quickly before we head into our next ad, what's also a really good price, the Quad HD ARM-based Samsung Chromebook Plus, the 2017 model. Yeah. It's now uh, $199 List at price. Office Max, Office Depot, in-store purchase only. Normally, it's $500. Yeah. And so that's, if that's you're looking for small, a, that's, that's the one with the 360-degree yeah. tilting yeah. screen uh, and, and the touch pen. Uh, it's just the, the the 2018 model has a Intel processor, so it's faster. But 200 bucks for a really good, like not top of the line, but seriously top of the mid range. I was, uh, I did have to see where the closest Office Max was to my house, and when I found out that it was actually maybe 50 or 60 miles away, uh, I 
I, I like to I would like to tell myself that I might have gotten into the car and started driving there. And by the time I got to that office max in Danvers, Massachusetts, uh, I would have talked myself out of spending two hundred dollars, especially since I'm about to waste four hundred dollars on an Apple Watch Series Four, followed by seven hundred dollars on a uh, on a Pixel Three. Better get to writing, Andy. Yeah. Uh, actually, we should probably get to our ads so that yes, exactly. we can help you pay for these things. Thank you. I, I, you know, it, it is your membership uh, memberships that paid for this pen. One of one of you bought me yep. this pen, and mm-hmm. you know who you are. Mm-hmm. Uh, and thank you very much because I love I love the heck out of this pen. This episode is brought to you by Pingdom. Pingdom. Whilst you've been listening to this podcast, how would you know if your website had gone down? Would you know if customers couldn't click that buy now button or access your content? You might stumble on the problem by luck, but that's no good if you need a system. You need something to tell you that everything is running smoothly on your site, and more importantly, when it's not. You need Pingdom. Pingdom will let you know the moment your site goes down in whatever way is best for you. They're smart, too. They'll get the information needed to solve the issue sent to whoever needs it, whether that's one person or your whole team. They are dedicated to making the web faster and more reliable. They use more than 70 global test servers that emulate visits to your site, checking its availability as often as every minute. All Pingdom needs is your URL, and they take care of the rest. Don't risk being the last to know about something on your site breaking. Start monitoring your site today. Go to pingdom.com slash RelayFM right now for a 14-day free trial with no credit card required. Then, when you sign up, use the code MATERIAL at checkout to get an awesome 30% off your first invoice. Our thanks to Pingdom for their support of this show and Relay FM. Okay, so here's the conversation that I was I was trying to stave off for a second because, again, I really feel like we're going to be talking a lot about this. Now that Apple has really introduced a watch that I wish I had on my side of the ecosystem pond, uh, I, I'm jealous, and I really think the stakes are higher now. <laughs> Come on, they had the FDA? Like, look at all those buzzwords, FDA, AHA, health. See, not, it's, not, it's not just that. Like, <laughs> not, see, uh, this is this is one thing that my generation can appreciate this on a, on a level uh, that I'm sure yours cannot. Uh, because uh, when I when I was a little kid, I come home from school and uh, the, the the and the uh, the the weekly the weekly uh, drama uh, emergency one uh, about uh, the uh, following the uh, the the paramedics uh, da- Gage and Desoto. Uh, as they saved lives uh, from, uh, from the from the firehouse uh, during every during every single like uh, opening credits, they would say Roger Rampart, we're sending you a strip, and then they would send an EKG strip like with thermal paper. And the fact that I can basically be Randolph Mantooth, like Roger Rampart, we're sending you a strip, and just like touch my watch and actually see the bleep bleep bleep. Roger, he's a, he's in sinus rhythm. Set us up an IV with lactate ringers, and that's. 
if not, that's worth at least eighty dollars of the purchase price in terms of getting it back in terms of pleasure and joy. <laughs> okay, so cosplay. All right, that's part of it. Um, so this week, in addition to Apple's announcements, we also had an announcement from Qualcomm, and it was in the Bay Area actually. So this one was or just like. Apple event. Sorry, I meant to say it was in San Francisco versus in the South Bay. They are two different places just for everybody out there. And they're like 50 miles apart. So it's a pretty significant difference. Anyway, uh, so Qualcomm showed off the Snapdragon 3100 Wear CPU. So this CPU, it's mostly about enabling a quote unquote ultra low power mode so that when a Wear OS watch is doing Wear OS things, the speed and power consumption will be comparable to the 2100, which I think that was that high powered one that didn't really propagate. Yeah, that, that was that yeah. was the last that was the last CPU that's that's Qualcomm made like two a couple of years ago. It was after um, the 400. Well, because they were using Snapdragon 400s, remember, for a while. Based on yeah yeah. yeah. But the, anyway. the, the point is that like this that uh, that Wear OS has been sort of like spinning its wheels because Qualcomm has not really been producing really great cpus for 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 wearables um and so i was uh, i and other people we were all kind of hoping that oh wow this is going to be like the kick butt version against they're going to just like a apple spends like 20 minutes explaining how they made the silicon inside the inside the latest apple watch it's going to be so advanced and so cool it's going to have so many processors for so many specific functions that they're going to have to do a, a half an hour and like 30 slides just to get through them all woo and it turns out that it's essentially a, a twenty a twenty one hundred same power consumption same speed with a sort of like the piggyback little uh, chip that can take over that can that super low power that can do the basic stuff that a fitness watch would be expected to do mm-hmm. like keep the time and keep track of your movement uh, and occasionally take your pulse. Uh, so the idea being that like when it's on your wrist and it's just, you, you've just got the ambient display on, uh, then that's when the super, super low power CPU is driving the watch and updating the hands on the watch. Uh, and only like when you tap on it because you need to uh, get the Google Assistant to do something, that's when the main CPU lights up. So it's mostly like a lo- mostly a, a way of extending the life of the battery by taking advantage of all the different times right. where you don't really need android wear so you don't really need to light up the super high power cpu right so eh? yeah it's supposed to contribute up to 30 days of operation uh if you if you tone it down to that super low power mode as an idiot as an idiotic lcd watch you'll get yes. you have 30 days right which which again is like much shorter than what you get with like a regular battery watch and i realize oh. that they are completely different things in in scope but i just want to bring that up because watches are generally known as these things you just slap on your wrist every day and don't really worry about so uh, the this processor can also perform a low battery condition where so again this is the this is the low 
the low power boat that we're talking about here, it shuts down and, um, basically, basically, yeah, basically where OS will, uh, the operating system will actually shut down as though you selected that from a menu and it will just be uh, like a hundred dollar fitness watch. But the idea being that for the remainder of, so for the, for the, during, for the duration of the six hour flight home, uh, and also the two hours it'll take you to get from the airport to your house, you will still be able to tell the time, uh, or the a, two weeks that you're stuck out in the wilderness. Yeah, exactly. Yes. So. Um, the ambient now the ambient mode will also have up to 16 colors and a second hand, so you can get that cool uh, night night light up watch effect. That's all. That's as good as having an EKG. I don't, I don't know what I was talking about. That's really? just as cool. Is it? Because no, it doesn't I'm, I'm it doesn't call if you fall. To, I'm trying to buck up here. So. Hold on. Let's go to these through these features, and then and then I will I will explain what I was going to say earlier. So uh, the processor can also be used to produce smaller watches with smaller batteries. So the idea is like this is going to help bring about more different models and styles of watches. Uh, the brands that or excuse me, there's no always on Google Assistant, which um, was on the list of new features earlier in the year. But I'm guessing that in order to keep it like battery efficient, that's not something that can be constantly running in the background. That makes total sense. And the brands that are on board with this uh, include Fossil, Montblanc, Louis Vuitton. There are watches shipping beginning in October, Montblanc Summit 2. I'm sure there's plenty more coming. Uh, so Andy, I know you had a little note in here, but I just want to say that all of these things, all of these features sound very much like they are just for fashion brands. So we heard a lot from fashion brands about this. And um, it seems to really point to Google saying, okay, well, we've built this platform and here we are, we're open source makers, right? And so why don't we apply that sort of philosophy to our wearable strategy? So they did it in the beginning the same way they did Android. What they did is said, developers, here are some developer watches and some software for you to play with. But that didn't resonate with the public. And then it was when Fossil and, you know, uh, Michael Kors and all these yeah. all these major brands that you see at Macy's and Nordstrom's. By the way, I got press releases about this stuff that these watches are going into JCPenney, uh, into Sears. It's like there's there's more uh, general appeal to these things. So I guess their strategy is to put it into fashion watches. So Google's like the design-centric, aesthetic, wearable, and Apple is like aesthetic plus industrial <laughs> useful. As, I don't know. I'm using buzzwords, yeah. but you get what I'm saying. Yeah, I, I, I get what you're saying. It's like... Um, I'm using buzzwords for effect. Just yeah. to. I mean, it is, I, I, I shouldn't be disappointed. It's, it, it, uh, I think the I think the writing is on the wall with the CPU that uh, Google itself was very involved in helping Qualcomm to create, uh, and the new and the new versions of Wear OS is definitely supporting all the stuff that's going on with this new piece of hardware. And I guess we just have to be okay with the idea that it is the. Uh, I don't. Even, I don't want to even call it a fashion brand. It's the. It's the one where you don't have to choose between that one square, <laughs> rounded corner, exchangeable band design that you get with Apple. It's if you want that big, aggressive, altitudinal uh, Casio mm -hmm. uh, adventure watch that's about the size of a can of tuna and will give you scrolling map displays on the device itself, and you can fight sharks with it at any depth, 
you can have that. If you want like a jewel studded uh, thing to, to 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 go to go to go to the opera in, mm-hmm. there's a company that will make you that. If you want this the studly, ooh, I'm a I I want people to think that I'm a retired astronaut, even though I'm the farthest thing there from. You can get the I, I'm so I'm so not the market for a tag Heuer watch that I have no idea how to pronounce Hoyer. tag Heuer. Tag Hoyer. Hoyer. Yes. Tag Hoyer. Okay. <laughs> tag Hoyer. Uh, yes, uh, which is essentially a uh, tag tag Hoyer like uh, murder <laughs> weapon styling, uh, Steve McQueen butch sort of design, mm. but it's Android wear. So and and hopefully, if uh, a company decides that we want to make a watch that it's o- it's okay by us if it only gets if it gets three or four hours less uh, than is optimal for this new thirty one hundred processor, but it means we can put a tiny battery in it and a tiny screen, and now this is this will be a a watch that women would be delighted to wear as opposed to having to make up some excuse about oh no the my it was a it used to be my boyfriend's and he died unexpectedly and i wear it even though it looks big and huge and silly on my wrist because my dead boyfriend who was saving orphans from mean people so i i asked a manufacturer once like do women look at these watches and and do do they tell you that they want them and they have told me to my face yes I'm not going to say who, but I was just like, this is your, it's, you're lying. I'm sorry. (laughs) I I don't, because I, and I I said that I said, I would never, I I would never wear this on my wrist. (laughs) And I said it very matter of factly because I, I thought it was an insult to think that you could just sit there and tell me that this is something that I would buy from you because it's not, um, the watches that were coming out at the beginning of Android wears life were not watches that I was interested in wearing. And I often felt like when I was reviewing those devices, I was reviewing them for other people, not myself. And that made me really, that made me kind of unhappy because I had to write about these things that like were not made for me because the article had to go up on the internet. People wanted to read that review, but it's like, I would never buy this with my own money because it's huge and it doesn't last. And then the watch that they did put out that was made for us people with smaller wrists, the LG watch style, that thing had abysmal battery life. It couldn't even last through an entire Google IO, like day, <laughs> one day of Google IO. Like it died after the keynote. Like, are you serious? <laughs> uh, so it's, it's just, I'm frustrated as an Android user because I see, because I, I, the reason I stay away from these Apple events is because I know I'm just going to sit there and see the, about the Apple Watch. It's so much better than what we've been offered as Android users. And, uh, you know, it, it can be a little frustrating. So hopefully, I don't know, hopefully Garmin, Casio, whatever outdoor adventurers out there, um, yeah. you know, maybe they decide they want to start doing this health initiative stuff that Apple's trying to do. That way we can maybe bring this technology, give Google a reason to... to I don't even know if Wear OS can handle that sort of. Well, I mean, I, I, uh, yeah. I mean, the more I think about it, the more it makes sense that their that, that Google strategy is to be the Android of of wearables. Uh, yeah. Ironically enough, at the time where they struck the word Android from the product name, the uh, the idea that oh, Casio, you want to make a you want to make a make a make a touchscreen color watch? Great. Here's an operating system with all APIs, and we've got lots of developers in order to deal with it. Michael Kors, you want to 
basically buy some watches out of China and pay some people to glue some fake DMLs on it and charge $800 for it, and it's a smartwatch, great, use our operating system for it. It'll be the thing that, uh, it, as usual, the... Uh, <laughs> Uh, app uh, in the in the end there will be more android excuse me more wear os watches out there uh but it's going to be the apple watches that we're going to are going to be making all the money uh but it's, <sighs> i just i just wish that it was as cool <laughs> as uh, as the as the watch that i saw during the uh, apple keynote today and comfortable yeah, because like yeah. like people wear apple watches at their weddings like <laughs> I'm like, I, man, it's that comfortable that you're just like, yeah, I'm just going to sport it with my nice dress. Yeah. And I I just think, you know, I would love to feel similarly. Uh, you know, I feel that way about my Google Pixels that was on me, but that's not very easy to wear. Yeah. Well, I mean, and I I, uh, I, I was looking around for to see what, what was out there that was going to be using this new CPU. Uh, I came across the I just I just made a note here. It's not that it's big news, but the a watch that I really, really liked called the Scoggin Falster Mm. model two uh that uh, is just started getting reviewed about a month ago it was announced uh earlier 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 uh, and here you've got a what i think is a super super stylish uh, round watch uh that has uh, technically speaking it will it will run the very latest wear os it also has gps built in it has nfc so you can do tap to pay it has a heart rate monitor uh it's uh, metal i think it also comes with a milanese style like metal like band just like the mm-hmm. other apple watches and it's 275 bucks and as, as opposed to the stylish version of the apple watches they start uh, at about twice that uh, and if you don't like this style, you can get a different style that has a, has a, like a numeric rotating ring or you can get another style that is looks like it's gold or whatever. You don't have to always be advertising, yes, I'm one of those people who's wearing an Apple Watch, uh, which is the Apple was happy to say today that it's not only the most popular uh, smartwatch in the market, it's now the best-selling watch, period, uh, in the market. But you're always saying, oh, look, you're wearing an Apple Watch, whereas someone will say, oh, you're wearing a watch. And only you happen to know that this is happens to be a smartwatch because you're not one of the 18 people on this car of the subway that's wearing the exact same mm-hmm. kind of watch. So that's 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 not that's not insignificant. But like I said, I wish that uh, I wish that I could get exci- as excited about any Android Wear watch as I got excited about the Apple Watch uh, f- version four. You know, I we can only wait and see. I'm sorry. That's how I'm ending that. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's how I'm going to jump us into an ad now. Let us jump. This episode is brought to you by Linode. With Linode, you'll have access to a suite of powerful hosting options with prices starting at $5 a month. And you'll be up and running with your own virtual server in the Linode cloud in under a minute. Linode has hundreds of thousands of customers who are all serviced by their friendly 24-7 support team. You can email them, call them, or even chat over IRC in the Linode community. They know how important it is to get the help you want And they also have a suite of amazing guides and support documentation to give you a reference when you need it. Linode's intuitive control panel will allow you to deploy, boot, resize, snapshot, and clone your virtual servers with just a few clicks. And they feature two-factor authentication to keep you safe. 
Linode is great for tasks like hosting large databases, running a mail server, operating a VPN, running Docker containers, hosting a private Git server, and so much more. Oh, uh, and Linode are hiring right now. If this interests you, just go to linode.com slash careers. Linode has fantastic pricing options available. Their plans start at one gigabyte of RAM for only $5 a month, and they offer high memory plans starting with 16 gigabytes of RAM. As listener of this show, if you sign up at linode.com slash material, you'll not only be supporting us, but you'll also get $20 towards any Linode plan. On the one gigabyte of RAM plan, that is four free months. And with a seven-day money-back guarantee, there's nothing to lose. So go to linode.com slash material to learn more, sign up, and take advantage of that $20 credit. Or use the promo code material2018, all one word, at checkout. Thank you so much to Linode for supporting this show and Relay FM. So before we came on tonight to a podcast, I was looking at the notes and I'm really glad, Andy, that you caught this because this was a link that went out towards the end of the day. Uh, I actually saw Natasha Tiku uh, tweet it and unfortunately that meant giving Britbart a click, um, which I'm not happy about. I was not in incognito mode. I'm just being just being yeah. transparent that I, I had, that I had the it same makes me too. it makes me feel being transparent that it makes me feel weird because I know that what is on there is not 100% aligned with my ethics as a journalist. Okay? That's what I'm going to say about that. Uh but so what I did is I started ranting to my husband while I was reading through it and he's <laughs> like, "Okay, stop talking to me. You need to save this for the podcast." Uh so what I'm going to do is, Andy, I'm going to let you kind of lay out the foundation for us and I don't know that I have very much to say, but I want you to lay down the foundation and I think I'm just going to like react. So, so yeah. just be prepared for me to react. Okay. And okay. and don't worry, I turned down the mic volume. <laughs> so those of you listening in your cars, I'm sorry. I know. Yeah. See, this is, this is one of those things where I'm glad that I come across this at the end of the day where it's like, there is no social, social, uh, moray that says I cannot I, I, I that if I pour myself a glass of whiskey in reaction to seeing this news item, it's 9 p.m. <laughs> Society does not frown on drinking at 9 p.m. If it no. had, if I had seen it tomorrow morning at 8:30, I would still pour myself the whiskey, but I would have made sure the 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 the, the drapes were fully closed. Oh. Okay, so so the so the <laughs> the, the one line news flash is that uh, Breitbart News got hold of an internal Google video of an all-hands Google meeting that took place uh, shortly after the 2016 presidential election. Uh, and if you have a super, super conservative uh, point of view and you're kind of a nut and or you are you spend most of your time looking for something that you can use to energize your base uh, about a couple of months before uh, a major midterm election, you will say, now you see they all, all the, the, the CEO, Sergey, the founder and CEO of Alphabet, Sergey Brin, and the CEO of Google, Sundar Pichai, and the chief financial officer, Ruth Porat, and all these, they got up and said how disgusted they were and how they, they, were, they were Hillary Clinton supporters. And it proves that the bias of Google that are going to try to make sure that they stifle our point of view. Uh, and, but her uh, emails. Yeah, and, and and of course, 
uh, I'm sure that they had time. The the supporters had time to rehearse. Uh, one uh, one tweet from uh, Brad Perscale, uh, the campaign manager of the Trump 2020 campaign. I'll read it in full. <laughs> I'm exactly. sorry, I shuddered out loud. I'm, I'm taking the bullet for for both of us for you. Here he says, I'm, I'm going to use a funny voice. Okay. Google needs to explain why this isn't a threat to the republic. Watch the video. Google believes they can shape your search results and videos to make you, quote, have their values, unquote. Open borders, socialism, <sighs> Medicare for all. Number four, he couldn't spell the word for. Uh, I guess he didn't know whether it was F-O-R or F-O-U-R. He decided to punt. Medicare for all. Congressional hearings. Exclamation point. Investigate. No punctuation. So we have to guess whether he was asking a question there or making a declarative sentence. Uh, and so, gosh, if you're a total dope on the level of a Brad Perscale, uh, maybe you would say, wow, they were actually talking about how they, they're going to be shaping our search results. And they were, after the election, talking about how biased they are and how hard... No, it's you know it's not a very long video, and uh, yes, I felt a little bit. Uh, it's Breitbart. I don't. I'm not against conservative-oriented uh, news sites, but Breitbart is not a news site. It is something you scrape off of your shoe. Actually, no, it is something. Is the reason why you decide to just untie your shoe right after you step in it and just go with one foot. Uh, shod for the rest of the time back to your house. Um, and so I did, I downloaded this the video. why we let Andy handle this. Go on. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I've got enough outrage for both of us, but I'm sure, I have the feeling you're going to match me when, <laughs> when, when, you t when, when I tag out and you tag in. Um, uh, so I, I did use utility so that I wouldn't have to keep looking at any sidebar content. I downloaded it as a, as a video. It's not a long video. And it is so totally mischaracterized by every uh, one of these conservative commentators who is talking about it. What it is is this is this is this isn't they called a meeting to talk about how they're going to get those darn conservatives who won the election. This was uh, kind of, they do these regularly scheduled TGIF meetings where right. it's they like to have an open dialogue. So it's an auditorium where anybody who wants to show up shows up. This uh, it's linked. Of uh, via streaming to other sites that very can watch Silicon it. Valley, by the exactly. way, thing. <laughs> so, so, so it's so it's not you know make your placards. We're going to be marching on whatever. It's no. no, this is just our regular assembly, and of course, this is what's on all our minds. It's also, Californian liberal hoo ha, right? And also, <laughs> I don't know, uh, you know those of you who weren't alive in uh, November of 2016. This came as a shock to everybody. Nobody, including Trump supporters, was confident that Trump was going to win. And so this wasn't a uh, a call to arms and here's how we're going to get the, them back. Uh, here's uh, Sergey Brin said, my, and the, here, I'm pulling some quotes here. Myself as an immigrant and a refugee, I certainly find this election deeply offensive and I know many of you do too. I think it's a very stressful time and conflicts with many of our values. Um but time and time and you know oddly enough, the founder of the company who is an immigrant uh, and the CEO of Google, who is a non-white person, well, what do you know? <laughs> they were kind of concerned about the rhetoric that had been slung around by Mr. Trump during the campaign. Uh, but uh, here's here's uh, uh, <laughs> it was all pretty much lighthearted and like let's get together and talk about this. Uh, and so uh, 
quotes, the other quotes I'm pulling out, it's important that we reach out and listen to each other. Basically, they're, it's a very open and fair discussion. They're acknowledging the surprise that they're all feeling, but also underscoring at every turn the election was fair and the results are irrelevant to their larger mission. Uh, I think it was uh, uh, Sergey, I think, was saying it's a, we, we continue to stand up for people who are minorities. Ruth Porat, the chief financial officer, uh, had a really good run there. Said so the most imp- and I'm quoting here because I, I wrote word for word went because it was such a nice statement. The most important thing thing is that we are v- that we very much respect the outcome of the democratic process. Who 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 any of us voted for is not really the point because the values that are held dear at this company transcend politics because we're going to constantly fight to preserve them. I actually got a little bit choked up. And here's where if you're, again, looking for uh, to find uh, justification to, for the belief that Google is attacking conservatives. She did say, yeah, I was a, uh, I was a, I was definitely a, a Hillary supporter. But uh, before saying this, this doesn't matter, uh, saying a, a lot of people uh, clearly felt disenfranchised, left out. Disparity in wealth is part of this, and it's something that Google can address. Again, acknowledging that the, one of the reasons why there was so much more support than anybody figures is that there were a lot of people who were felt like they were being left out of the process, that there was nobody who was campaigning to them, no one who was listening to them, uh, and acknowledging that this was a place where, uh, where uh, the Democrats and, and liberals uh, had maybe dropped the ball. Um, quote, this is a place where you can bring your whole self to work, unquote, stressing that if you're conservative, you don't have to hide, don't have to pretend to be someplace else. Uh, Eileen Naughton, who's the uh, head of Google uh, Human Resources, uh, kind of amplifying this. Oh, by the way, and after she, uh, near the end of her her uh, five or ten minutes, Ruth Porat had every everybody turn to their neighbors and give them a hug. Mm-hmm. It's some, it seemed like a really nice healing moment. Uh, Eileen Naughton, the head of Human Resources, uh, Addressing addressing worries that uh, Googlers have been expressing to her as the head of human resources about changes that might be coming to immigration laws because so many of them uh, are here on visas and asking, am I going to be thrown out of the country? Is my visa going to be rejected? And she said, we worked really hard to find you and we're going to keep you. Uh, which seemed very nice. This this is the yeah. section. Ellie Naughton is the uh, section is the section that's most important because again, it's being characterized as this. Oh, we're gonna boy, we're gonna stick it to the conservatives and make sure that they can never get any of their videos promoted or anything like that. She's the head of human resources, and she's addressing very real fears that all Google employees were fe- were feeling by that, uh, saying that uh, one uh, some employees were saying, "Well, what about benefits for same sex partners if uh, tr- if the Trump administration like changes law?" And she said, "No, we will not in any way change benefits, and we're very proud to take a public stand on this issue, uh, addressing once again the the idea that conservatives felt may feel like they're in the minority here, and no one wants to hear them." Again, quote, diversity also means diversity of opinion and political ex- political perspective, As, a- acknowledging that a lot of conservatives were feeling like an underclass at Google and said this is something they need to collect, need to correct uh, the funny but truth, but still truthful. She was getting a lot a lot of questions. Can I but from employees, can I move to Canada right now? Uh, getting a laugh, but she was treating that seriously. Saying we move people at Google all the time. We moved eighty eight nine hundred people in the last ten months. Uh, quote for those interested, pay attention. We do move people around. We're not going to lose talent for lack of comfort staying in this country. So I'll uh, I'm gonna I'll I'll let you pick up the rant stick. But see this this is what gets me so po'd. 
that they they're in no way, shape, or form. This was such a positive community building sort of exercise in which they they went out of their way to make sure that they were saying that we're not we, we shouldn't be angry this is a legal democratic process sometimes the process has results that we personally don't like but that doesn't mean that uh we we shouldn't acknowledge it and and accept it uh we can still do what we need to do and stand up for what we believe in in any administration and then moving on to you are as individuals you are worried that you're going to be kicked out of this country because you're on a visa we in HR will make sure we'll try very hard to make sure that doesn't happen. If you want to relocate, we don't want to lose your skills. If you feel like you have to move someplace else, we will do what we can to help you do that. This is uh, I think it's ironic that they that the these few conservative commentators are acting like they we the conservative commentators are the the victims here. We're being abused and boy and there's proof of it right here. No, what it is is about people taking care of each other and acknowledging that no matter what the government does, their first reaction was not, let's stick it to the conservatives, but let's make sure that same-sex couples know that they're still going to be insured, they're still going to be taken care of. Let's make sure the people who are here on visas know that we're not just going to kick them out. We don't know what's going to happen, but we are going to fight very hard to keep your talent here and, and help you in any way. It's about, think of the people who are out to help people. And I think that's one of the things that makes these specific conservative commentators so scared because it's an alien concept i will shut up i yield the floor i'm sorry no don't be sorry andy uh first of all this is our podcast so i'm taking away from you um i'm wasting valuable electrons no 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 i mean i think it's i think you're i think you're a great person first of all because while i think it's really nice that everybody was like that HR kind of stepped in and there's this, there's this culture at Google. It's very community oriented and people who work there are very supportive of one another. And I, I hear very good things about working at Google and what a great, what a great employer it is. And I definitely don't doubt that, but, um, I'm, I'm really cringing at the privilege of the Google employees talking about being able to just like move out of America and Google making jokes about how like easy it is to move them because that's not fair. <laughs> that's, it's not fair. And this is exactly the, the thing that causes disparity. And I think, um, it's very interesting to, to hear Google talk in these meetings about, um, the the fight to preserve values things like that when uh google does a lot of things that uh that aren't good for the common good <laughs> <laughs> so to speak uh there's a lot i mean there's a lot of environmental impact for instance of just google existing in the space that it does where its headquarters are in the bay area um we're talking a lot lately about what might be happening in China with Google and the fact that they are, you know, working with the government to like put together this, this, uh, this search engine that is, uh, whatever government approved censored. Um, I have a lot going in my mind right now. So I think that's why I sound a little messy, but I just, I think it's great that Google has this among its employees not talking to you. Oh, my little Lenovo smart display went on. Whoops. Um, 
I think it's great, but I think it's also... Okay, so first of all, I think that uh, conservative news site or whatever far-right news site taking this, we really need to pay attention to that as as tech journalists, as people who use tech, as people who are fans of this, because this is going to be used against us. Um, this is going to be used in the cultural war that's happening right now online, and I have no problem saying that getting people to not trust Google and to think that it's like super biased is it's going to be like a major tactic, um, especially, especially after, especially with the upcoming, you know, elections and everything going on. Look at me. I'm just like all over the place trying to eke out a coherent thought. I apologize to everyone listening to this right now. Um, so I think that's one thing to pay attention to. The other thing is that we have to remember that this is a giant company and that, is I'm really glad that they make their employees feel feel supported. But the rest of us who are on the outside, um, I just feel like if we could have some of those values extend beyond uh, the TGIF and that would maybe help Google's case a little bit more. <laughs> I, I'm just saying, walk the walk and talk the talk. Don't just talk the talk. So that's my soapbox. Thank you, everyone, for listening to me and Andy's soapbox <laughs> today. Uh, clearly, we had two very distinct reactions to this news. Um, but I will say I was very worried when I saw we're going to see more headlines like this coming out about Silicon Valley. I Because tech is a really big thing that spans – it spans – groups of people. I don't know. It's like my mind is a puddle now. Okay. We should probably move on. <laughs> well, we should probably, we should probably move out. <laughs> Thank uh, you everybody for listening to us process this. It's just that it's a really hot time right now to be online. Yeah. It's a really, it's a hot time because, uh, in the days of yore, we used to be able to just kind of be like, what's the hot new product? What's the hot new tech that's coming through? Look at all these great advances that are being made. But now that we've seen the internet be used as a weapon, uh, against humanity, I'm going to say it, uh, we have to really think about all sides of the coin. So why are these you know, news pieces coming out. Yeah. And why, why, why did, why did somebody decide to uh, create a kind of uh, ostentatious post on this very subject yesterday? Is it possible that they knew that they were, that this was coming out on a different news site? Um, I think that it's, it's kind of uh, cool that we did have sort of an alpha to Omega here, or maybe a yin and yang here. Uh, you have, uh, a uh, news event which is which could not be more frivolous mm -hmm. which is a gadget company has made a new version of their luxury gadget as much as i love the iphone as important as i think these health features are if yeah. you if you have to say is this a luxury gadget or is this not a luxury gadget you have to say probably not and okay how much time is being spent reporting on this luxury gadget is it commensurate with the importance of this <laughs> to the human condition? Probably not. Uh, and at the and then we ended it by talking about something that could not be more important, but has nothing tangible to uh, shoot B-roll of. And uh, 
So this is, uh, unfortunately, uh, or fortunately, you're free to uh, d- uh, have either opinion. This is what you're stuck with, with uh, with the Material Podcast. I was going to say, this is we what you can things, expect from us. We read things, we have opinions. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so. And, you know, I, I think it's, it's a really good point to bring up that... Uh, even though there is like, you know, we we like to bask in the frivolous and then we like to discuss the <laughs> other stuff that's happening. And I think that's a balance that you'll see from Andy and I, because that's how I feel like that's how I approach my my tech, my love of tech. I mean, I grew up I grew up around it all my life. Yeah. I, it is it is inherently a part of me. I was literally born in the epicenter of it um, and it'll never stop being a part of my life. But I also feel like part of that means that I need to look at it very analytically and see right. what is unfolding before us. So we'll be here to help you navigate this and, you know. And and, and I hope we got points for being speaking almost as energetically about this really cool big four-color pen that I'm still kind of infatuated with. As with this Andy, should I not show you are... this pen that has a diamond attached to it? Oh, does, <laughs> when about. you twirl it around, does it do anything? Does it have, like, sparkles or anything in it? No. Also, no, I have this... Cool I have this pen over here. Hold on, hold on. It looks like a lipstick, but you take it out and it's a pen. Oh, there you go. Okay. <laughs> These are things I bought off AliExpress. <laughs> <laughs> and you had to buy 500 of them, but they were like a quarter of a you penny what? each, so it was totally worth Every it. Every one of my friends is getting one for their birthday this next exactly. year, so I'm covered. <laughs> Everyone's getting the, a fancy I pen. <laughs> I do the same thing. It's like, wait a minute. You mean that I really only I was I had budgeted only like four dollars for one of these pens, but I can only buy a hundred of them for like thirty dollars. I have thirty dollars, and I have the ability to distribute the ninety nine yes. I need to people. That would be very very pleased. Just wrap some ribbon around them, and it'll be fine. <laughs> exactly. Uh, thank you, everybody, for tuning in to our membership drive at the beginning of the episode. Again, just to kind of like leave you with that, that's relay.fm backslash memberships. We've got a bonus episode that's out already. Uh, it is it is basically Russell's final curtain call. That's actually what I ended up naming the episode. So <laughs> it's exactly that. Uh, so we really appreciate everybody who's been supporting us up until now. And uh, we hope to see you going forward and uh if you need more information on us you could always go to relay.fm backslash material (laughs) also find out information on our sponsors we love email we love feedback we like reactions and that's a good place to go if you have something you want to say to us yes and i and i and i do check the twitter feed uh we do have the material podcast twitter feed so please do feel free to uh, tweet at us and andy do you have anything that you want to plug i know you worked like crazy today uh yeah if you're in chicago uh, you can hear me on uh, wgn Uh, if you have a video screen of some sort i did a segment for wttw uh, pbs uh, so you can watch that probably on the site I'll be writing a bunch of stuff, and the best way to find out where you can read that stuff is go to my Twitter feed. Uh, I'm Anatko, I-H-N-A-T-K-O, on Twitter, and I'll be tweeting out links uh, to places uh, when they are actually posted places. And I am also writing stuff. I just don't have anything to show anybody yet because writing is a process. So thank you, everyone, for joining me for my process. If you need my resume, that's at (laughs) FlorenceIon.com. There you go. I, I admire that your process includes uh, pens with sparkly fake gems the size of the size of a. Of a of I have a dog's so much junk around my desk. I have the most distracting process in the world. Anyway, I shouldn't cop to this out loud. <laughs> Everyone, 
Thank you for joining us this week on the Material Podcast, and we look forward to the next year with you and the next year of Google News. Uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be another crazy one. 